So moving on to the poem, the poem, the word by Pablo Neruda. It's actually written in the form of a poem and it speaks of the importance of language as such. So here we have the poem. First, I'll be reading that. This is only the first section. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit lengthy poem. You can say anything you want. Yes, sir. But it's the words that sing. They soar and descend. I bow to them. I love them. I cling to them. I run them down, I bite into them, I melt them down. I love words so much, the unexpected ones. The ones I wait for greedily or stalk until suddenly they drop. Vowels I love, they glitter like colored stones, they leap like silver fish. They are form, thread, metal, dew. I run after certain words, they are so beautiful that I fit, want to fit them all into my poem. So this is uh, the first part of the po uh, of the word. So in these lines, it's very simple. It's written in a very simple language. The lyrics are quite simple. You can understand the meaning. You can say anything you want, sir. So Neruda in these lines, he's referring to the readers and he's saying, whatever you say, it is the words that is most important. So the words, they sing, they soar and descend. So words, he is speaking of the words that has music, how they soar and descend. Soar meaning how they fly and how they descend, how they come down. I bow to them. It shows Neruda's undying respect for words. He's saying, I love them. I cling to them. I run them down. So he does all these things with words. He loves them so much. He clings to them. Cling means, what is the meaning of cling? Cling means you are, you know, catching on to something, you know, without letting it go. And I run them down. That is, I use them like I want. I bite into them. I melt them down like a piece of chocolate. You bite it and you melt chocolate uh, for your garnishing or for your cake. So like that, he's using words in whatever ways he desires. I love words so much. The unexpected ones, especially he is referring to some unexpected words. The words I wait for greedily or stalk. Stalk meaning like, you know, you see a stalkers, you know, celebrities stalkers. So someone who follows someone. Okay. So uh, Neruda here, he is stalking or he is uh, following some certain words because he likes those unexpected words very much, very greedily. Suddenly they drop. And he is also referring to the vowels, how he loves the vowels. And beautiful similes are given. Uh, we have a question uh, in your text, like uh, what are the similes used by Neruda to describe vowels? So vowels are here compared to colored stones. They leap like silver fish. We know how the importance of vowels, you know, you can rarely make meaningful words without vowels. So vowels, they are like uh, colored stones. They leap like silver fish. Like imagine a aquarium or a fish tank and you have this beautiful silver fish and how these little silver fish, they are leaping. So it's a special beauty. They are formed red metal dew so he compares vowels to all these so vowels are form you know the form that are formed at the top of you know any liquid mixture they are thread thread meaning something connecting 
Pepsi and metal dew. I run after certain words. So he has a passion for certain words. They are so beautiful that I want to fit, want to fit them all into my poem. So Neruda as a poet, when he's writing a poem, he wants to use these certain words, these unexpected words. They are so beautiful. He wants to use all these words. So when you think about it, we also have a passion for certain words, don't you? Like a word that, you know, if you hear a word somewhere in a movie or someone saying the word, you like the word so much that you want to use it yourself. When you write a poem or when you speak to someone, you are waiting to use that word. Fantabulous. So when you hear that, you feel, you know, a kind of, you know, um, fabulous and fantastic, a mixture. So it's a very, you know, unique word in a sense. You know, when you were children, when you were in the school, you have learned the word fantastic. You have learned the word fabulous. But when you hear someone say fantabulous in a movie or in a, you know, especially uh, talk shows, we all follow talk shows. Uh, so people have a certain passion for talk shows. So in these talk shows, you hear people speaking certain words and you want to use them so much. Right? So Neruda here is also speaking of how he loves to use these words in his poem. Good morning and assalamu alaikum dears. So now you are here for the second session of Pablo Neruda's The Word. In the last class you had already seen about the major points to note about the poet and author Pablo Neruda. We know that he is a Chilean poet and diplomat. Uh, we heard about or you heard about his uh, autobiographical work memoirs in uh, which he has given a life history at the same time there is a chapter in his memoirs called the word in which he speaks of the importance of using the word or the importance of language as such so it's a very unique section or a unique chapter in his memoirs it's one of the few chapters in his memoirs that is written fully in italics like a poem so in the last class i gave you an introduction about the poet pablo neruda and we also spoke about the major themes that are dealt with in the word and a few points related to uh, his uh, work memoirs so now I told you, as I told you in the last class, in this class we'll be dealing with in detail with poem. Uh, so many of you might not have the text, but I hope you would you might have acquired the uh, poem as such from your seniors. If not, it's okay because uh, I have the poem with me and I will be giving you a detailed study of the poem. So you can write down the important points and when you once you receive the text, you can copy it down. to the next lines an idea goes through a complete change because one word shifted its place or because another settled down like a spoiled little thing inside a phrase that was not expecting her but obeys her they have sh shadow transparency weight 
feathers hair and everything they gathered from so much rolling down the river from so much wandering from one country to another from being roots so long they are very ancient and very new they live in the bayer hidden away and in the budding flower what a great language i have it is a fine language we inherited from the fierce conquistadors so in these lines he is speaking how a word can change a sentence how a word can change a concept an idea goes through a complete change when one word shifts its place you know we all know all these concepts because another settled down like a spoiled little thing you know uh, or another word joins that uh, particular sentence and the meaning completely changes so it uh, settles down inside a phrase that is not expecting her that is a very unexpected word but it obeys her so all these kinds of uh, things like you know how an idea goes to a complete change and they have shadow transparency weighty feathers hair all these things so these words they have shadow meaning hidden meaning transparency that is it is some some words are very clear there is no hidden meaning there is complete transparency and there is weighty feathers weighty feathers means some words are very weighty you know uh, uh, like you have uh, what can we say the idioms idioms have so many inner meanings like adjectives you use adjectives so all these kinds of things here are all additional things to an element right so everything they gathered from so much rolling down the river this rolling down the river is a concept that uh, refers to how words have acquired changes through the ages so words have many changes they go through a lots of changes uh, uh, when uh, you know with when time passes so from rolling down the river refers to how words acquire changes through the ages or you know when a word like uh, you know we currently have many words like you know you use the new gen students or st- people they use the word bro kidu poli so all these things had a different meaning back in the past but now with so much using it has gone to many changes from so much wandering from country to country like you know you words that travel countries we know how words have changes when they uh, move from country to country like colonial um, uh, colonization trade travel how words uh, change from being roots so long some words they are you know the uh, root root word we can say or oh, they are the ancient word that was the original word so some words also acquire changes like that they are very ancient some words are very ancient whereas some words are very new they live in the bayer bayer is you know the frame a kind of a frame in which you know the corpse or the person who is dead the uh, uh, what can we say the casket or the person who is dead he is kept in the box so that is what a buyer is so they live in the buyer hidden away so it's very hidden you don't open it and display it always so it's hidden they live in the buyer some words are not used always it's hidden and in the budding flower some words are very new so see the uh, you know concept change you know some words are so old that they have died you know that is the reference to the buyer hidden dead so those words are hidden away and some words are like the budding flower that is very new very fresh and he here we have pablo neruda 
who is saying what a great language i have it's a fine language we have inherited from the fierce conquistadors so uh, finally pablo neruda is saying that it's a beautiful language that we have it's a fine language we inherited from the fierce conquistadors meaning the people who came to conquer us so here we have we you know, we can relate it very well to the um, british how the british came to india and the language that they have given us how we inherited it from the fierce conquistadors so here conquistadors here uh, chile in chile pablo neruda is referring to the concept of how the spanish conquerors came and changed and gave them new languages okay so let's continue with the poem the next lines are like this i catch them in mid flight as they buzz past i trap them clean them peel them i set myself in front of the dish they have a crystalline texture to me vibrant ivory vegetable oily like fruit like algae like agates like olive and i stir them i shake them i drink them I gulp them down I mash them I garnish them I let them go I leave them in my poem like stalactites like slivers of polished wood like coals pickings from a shipwreck gifts from the waves everything exists in the word So again his father beautifying the significance of words how he catches certain so here he is referring to words like you know birds or maybe small flies that are flying okay so you are catching these flies in mid flight like you want to uh, use them in your poem as they buzz past so these uh, words are you know imagine as in any major where you have these words flying about your head and you see a beautiful word and you are trying to catch it like you are catching a, a mosquito or a fly and as these words buzz past i trap them so you try to trap them you clean them peel them so here in so here we have a feeling like he is describing a dish you know something like a vegetable or maybe a fish or a bird or a fly something he's catching the catching it he's trapping it he's cleaning it he's peeling it and then he's saying i set myself in front of the dish so finally after the final dish after the final preparation i sit there to enjoy the dish they have a crystalline texture to me so here the poet is saying that these words they have a crystalline texture very like crystal and very vibrant ivory vegetable oily all these are quite different ivory does not go along with vegetable vegetable does not go along with vibrant so he uses so many similes it's so beautiful you know when we imagine these words these are all words he is speaking about so words are very vibrant like ivory you know very white and silverish uh, very vegetable like oily like fruit like algae like agates all these are you know like olives all these are beautiful similes that are used by the poet agate is a kind of a mineral or a stone you know very glossy stone it's a kind of a stone that is found in on earth like you have emerald ruby and also agate is also a very beautiful uh, kind of a quartz stone olive you know what olive is algae the aquatic plant you find in water 
uh, and all this uh, so you decorate so he is uh, comparing words comparing words to all these okay next we have uh, so everything he is saying uh, words are compared to all these and then he is saying and i stir them i shake them i drink them here you have a feeling like he's making a juice or something you know and how he's making this juice or something and he's saying that uh, he's stirring it you know he's mixing all this you know he's making a dish he's mixing all these different words like you make a shake a mango shake or a sharja shake in your home you put the banana you put the milk you put the sugar you put the boost or bon vita whatever it is you stir them all together you shake them or you mix it in a grinder and then i drink them so he's mixing all these words and then he's drinking it and he's gulping them down that is he's you know swallowing it fully i mash them some words he mashes it and i garnish it you know finally you garnish this uh, uh, shake or this uh, drink you have prepared with uh, uh, nuts or maybe badam or something so you know he mixes it and he makes uh, first he was referring to it as if it was a dish and now he is using all these words he is making a kind of a drink something and he is drinking it and then he is saying i garnish it and then i let them go so you mix all these words in a poem and then finally the poem is written you know finally you have the final product you have the final poem in which you have used all these beautiful words you want i leave them in my poem so he leaves these words in his poem like stalactites stalactite is uh, what you find in a uh, caves you know it's a structure hanging like in the roof of a cave uh, you know basically that is what a stalactite is you might have studied it in uh, science in your school um, school level uh, or you know just imagine the freezer you open the freezer and sometimes you know in the old freezers maybe not in your current freezers or in your uh, uh, old home you know in your old when you go to your ancestral home and all you just check out the freezer if the freezer is very old or if the fridge is old you che- you open the freezer and you find ice hanging like this right from the roof from the top of the freezer so that is what a stalactite is so these words that he has used in his poem it's left there like stalactites like slivers of polished wood you know when you polish wood the small small pieces it flies off so that is a sliver it's not silver it's a sliver sliver are you know very nice uh, pieces thorny uh, thorny pieces of wood that flies off when you polish wood like coal pickings from a shipwreck shipwreck when a ship uh, when a shipwreck uh, happens or when a ship sinks you find people you know uh, diving into the sea and then collecting things from the ship gifts from the waves or poems are all these words are like gifts from the waves so everything exists in the word so moving on to the poem the poem the word by pablo neruda it's actually written in the form of a poem and it speaks of the importance of language as such so here we have the poem first i'll be reading that this is only the first section uh, it's a it's a bit lengthy poem you can say anything you want yes sir but it's the words that sing they soar and descend i bow to them i love them i cling to them 
I run them down, I bite into them, I melt them down. I love words so much, the unexpected ones. The ones I wait for greedily or stalk until suddenly they drop. Vowels I love, they glitter like colored stones, they leap like silver fish. They are form, thread, metal, dew. I run after certain words, they are so beautiful that I fit, want to fit them all into my poem. So this is uh, the first part of the po- uh, of the word. So in these lines, it's very simple. It's written in a very simple language. The lyrics are quite simple. You can understand the meaning. You can say anything you want, sir. So Neruda in these lines, he's referring to the readers and he's saying, whatever you say, it is the words that is most important. So the words, they sing, they soar and descend. So words, he is speaking of the words that has music. How they soar and descend. Soar meaning how they fly and how they descend, how they come down. I bow to them. It shows Neruda's undying respect for words. He's saying, I love them, I cling to them, I run them down. So he does all these things with words. He loves them so much. He clings to them. Cling means, what is the meaning of cling? Cling means you are, you know, catching on to something, you know, without letting it go. And I run them down. That is, I use them like I want. I bite into them. I melt them down like a piece of chocolate. You bite it and you melt chocolate uh, for your garnishing or for your cake. So like that, he's using words in whatever ways he desires. I love words so much. The unexpected ones, especially he is referring to some unexpected words. The words I wait for greedily or stock. Stock meaning like, you know, you see a stalkers, you know, celebrities, stalkers or so someone who follows someone. Okay, so uh, Neruda here, he is stalking or he is uh, following some certain words because he likes those unexpected words very much, very greedily. Suddenly they drop. And he is also referring to the vowels, how he loves the vowels. And beautiful similes are given. Uh, we have a question uh, in your text, like uh, what are the similes used by Neruda to describe vowels? So vowels are here compared to colored stones. They leap like silver fish. We know how the importance of vowels. You know, you can rarely make meaningful words without vowels. So vowels, they are like uh, colored stones. They leap like silver fish. Like imagine a aquarium or a fish tank and you have this beautiful silver fish and how these little silver fish, they are leaping. So it's a special beauty. They are formed thread, metal, dew. So he compares vowels to all these. So vowels are form, you know, the form that are formed at the top of, you know, any liquid mixture. They are thread, thread meaning something connecting, see, and metal, dew. I run after certain words. So he has a passion for certain words. They are so beautiful that I want to fit them all into my poem. So Neruda as a poet, when he's writing a poem, he wants to use these certain words, these unexpected words. They are so beautiful, he wants to use all these words. So when you think about it, we also have a passion for certain words, don't you? Like a word that, you know, if you hear a word somewhere in a movie or someone saying the word, you like the word so much that you want to use it yourself, 
when you write a poem or when you speak to someone you are waiting to use that word fantabulous so when you hear that you feel you know a kind of you know um, fabulous and fantastic a mixture so it's a very you know unique word in a sense you know when you were children when you were in the school you have learned the word fantastic you have learned the word fabulous but when you hear someone say fantabulous in a movie or in a you know especially uh, talk shows we all follow talk shows uh, so people have a certain passion for talk shows so in these talk shows you hear people speaking certain words and you want to use them so much right so neruda here is also speaking of how he loves to use these words in his poem Okay, girls. So finally, we come to the last section. So this is the last slide. So here, these are the final lines of the poem. So in the last slide, we uh, ended with how Neruda was speaking of the conquistadors or the conquerors who came and conquered them and then left them with a beautiful language. They strode over the giant cordilleras, over the rugged Americas, hunting for potatoes, sausages. beans black tobacco gold corn fried eggs with a voracious appetite not found in the world since then they swallowed up everything religion pyramids tribes idolatries just like the ones they brought along in their huge sacks wherever they went they raised the land but words fell like pebbles out of the boots of the barbarians out of their beards their helmets their horseshoes luminous words that were left glittering here our language we came up losers we came up winners they carried off the gold and left us the gold they carried off and left us everything they left us the words so here we find how the conquistadors or the spanish conquerors had come to chile by by, by striding by you know marching over the a uh, giant cordillera sea or cordillera sea means the mountains mountain area there the rugged mount americas hunting for potatoes you know they were hunting for potatoes sausage bean so you know colony uh, colonizers they come to these colonies searching for something you know like uh, potatoes uh, sausage bean sometimes for the british came to india for its mineral wealth for its spices we all know that we have learned it in our history so they came here hunting for potatoes sausages beans a black tobacco gold corn fried eggs etc with a voracious appetite they came here with a very you know heavy appetite and they came here with a appetite that was not seen in uh, in the world since then so they swallowed up everything this conquerors who came to here uh, this country chile they came and they took everything the religion the pyramid the tribes everything just like they left their own so that is what happened with the britishers also when they came to india they gave us so much they contributed so much to our education system to our uh, law system to the political system etc at the same time they took back also so much you know our culture a part of our culture this concept of beauty this uh, religions everything 
wherever they went so wherever the conquerors went they raised the land they destroyed everything but words would fall down like pebbles like something that would fall out you know out of the boots of the barbarian so here the poet is very beautifully describing how they had unknowingly left down you know fell these uh, words fell down from them from their boots from their beards helmets horseshoes so all these but were very luminous words very shining words that were left glittering here and that is their language so he is saying how pablo neruda is here saying that they owe their beautiful language to the uh, conquerors who came here and finally he is ending the poem saying we came up losers now we are losers we have lo- lost everything now we are also at the same time we are winners we are losers because the conquerors took away so much but at the same time we are also winners because they left us so much gold so they carried off the gold and left us the gold so that is a very important sentence in the poem they carried off the gold and left us the gold it's a good uh, paragraph question could come from that so you have to write this full concept about the conquerors coming and taking up everything at the same time leaving back so much they carried everything off and left us everything they left us the words when you think of the britishers they came and took away everything they looted us we say but at the same time they left back something good they left us the english language so similarly in chile also they left them the beautiful language that they have or some changes that happens to a language so that is all uh, we have in this session i know it was a bit lengthy for you but i hope you'll be able to understand because you know if i split it up into two classes again you won't be able to relate you'll forget the rest so in one section we could uh, deal with the complete poem it's a very beautiful poem at the same time very simple a few concepts you have to remember that's it so thank you girls thank you for your time and patience